Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. Why it matters. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is now time for Why It Matters. I'm Elliot Danker, and here's a question for you. What comes to mind when you hear the word robot? Perhaps you're thinking, like me, a dystopian future where humanity is enslaved by robot overlords. Yes, I watch too many movies. Or maybe it's a case of an automobile assembly line with uh, robot-like machines putting cars together. Well, whatever you think, whatever you expect, robots are here to stay. As because automation has become essential in many fields of industries. Looking at the global robot software market is expected to generate something like $47 billion by the year 2030. The increase in need for automation and safety in organizations, rapid adoption by SMEs to lower labor costs, energy costs, all of that driving the global robot software market. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about that in the studio with me this afternoon is Daryl Lim, the co-founder of Augmentus. Daryl, good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon. So you play with robots every day? Every day, every second. Yeah, this is, <laughs> this is my dream when I was a kid. No, I'm not going to lie. Okay, let's talk about Augmentus. I understand it's a global leader in intelligent, no-code robotic software. How does that work? Yeah, so robotics today is quite archaic. It's using like 30-year-old technology. Yeah. You know, you need to program countless lines of code to program yeah. for very simple motion. Okay. And so a lot of innovative solutions are coming in to make it easier, right? Think, mm. of, think of it like Canva for design or like Squarespace okay, for websites, right? right? Right, We are like that for robotics, yeah. Oh, okay. And I suppose as far as the gaps you're trying to plug is essentially to get more people into this industry. Yeah. So the catchy term is called democratizing robotics, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think I've used that on other things, but yeah, yeah okay, I hear yeah. you. What's the presence like in Singapore then? Singapore, we are used by some of the major manufacturers, like uh, Hyundai is one of our customers. Mm. SC Engineering is a pretty big one. And we have several SMEs as well. I think mm. the key thing that we're solving is to make it easier for SMEs and also just manufacturers in general to use robots. Because today it's so difficult. You yeah. need to hire yeah. highly trained and expensive engineers, yeah. right? Downtime is immense. So we make it a lot easier, taking what would be weak to minutes in terms of programming time. It feels like that's going to render some degrees a little bit outdated. I think we see it a bit differently. We see it as upscaling, right? Upscaling. So is AI involved? I mean, I only throw that in because it's one of those trendy words right now. Where where is the AI in this entire Canva-like landscape? So for robotics, it's very complex. So you imagine your your, your own arm, right? How do you envision it moving without your brain? So you need a brain, you need like intelligence in order to make it easy for programming such systems. So we do have AI, computer vision. You can think of us a bit like the eyes and the brains for robotics. Is that something that could happen, a a, a robot? Arm. It's true. So most of the robotic arms you see today yeah. uh, in manufacturing, actually the arms itself is used. You can, you know, the Tesla. There's a new Optimus robot, right? Yeah, yeah. They yeah. actually use very similar uh, kinematics and, and methodologies to program those arms. So this is not new. And okay, so I'm just going to throw a case study to you, and, and you help me out with this discussion. So I was in Ingolstadt over in Germany. It was an Audi factory, and 90% of the production line all robotics. Yeah. It was only at the very last mile you've got these human beings sitting there perhaps kind of sewing the leather seats That's together, right. putting the finishings and all that. Yeah. So if we were to implement what you guys at Augmentus are doing, how does that solve this 90% robotics line? Yeah, so for us, we're actually not, not solving very highly automated industries. Okay. So actually automotive is one of the few industries that is very highly automated, yeah. it's very mature. Yeah. Yeah. But if you look at most of the other SMEs, right, like job shops, contract manufacturers, 
most manufacturers are actually flexible manufacturing job shops okay. and they can't automate because they have high part-to-part variation yeah. so part-to-part change yeah. and automation is more suited, suited for like fixed automation right when you have one part a million times so ah, so okay. that's where intelligence okay. comes in because okay. you have the eyes you have the brains you can see the part change right. and then from there you can automatically like self-program to generate a tool path for new parts and new processes any yeah. chance you could give me an example of that and, and the yeah. only reason I ask this question is because in my mind I'm thinking but wait a minute yeah. why would I want the AI to be that intelligent to, yeah. to be thinking for yeah. me it's very important because right now what's happening is so actually to give you a good example right yeah. so let's say you are a MRO so this is a very big industry like when you're, your aircraft lands okay. you actually need to repair or overhaul the entire engine right. and every engine has like different parts and processes okay. so they actually usually it's not a big company that does this like MRO uh, repair process right. it's a contract manufacturer and contract manufacturers right now they have a labour crunch it's so difficult to find talent so they need to use robots right? right but the robots are not smart enough to adapt to these different parts and processes so this makes it almost Im- impossible to automate such processes without a solution like Augmentus for intelligence yeah. right is there any and this might be a little bit left field if you don't mind me are there any questions around ethics in this scenario? Could such AI be used the wrong way? Is this something that yeah. you guys encounter or is this a safe bet? It's true because, uh, so we do have some military contracts, but not okay. military in the sense of like... Terminator, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but just like, you know, manufacturing military. But we also do have some uh, in the realm of like medical and surgery, right? So, okay. Yeah, so when you have a combination of robotic arms, because your arm is used for many things, mm. from saving lives to killing. <laughs> Of course, of course. So the robotic arm that we do as well is very similar in a sense. So that breeds a lot of ethical considerations. Yep. But thankfully for Augmentus, we're quite, we're quite focused on manufacturing today. So that mm-hmm. doesn't really come up too much of a, on our radar. Mm-mm-mm. But we do try to stay clear from like very military, militarized kind yeah. of projects. Yeah. I mean, as the co-founder, how hard is it to find that balance and, and as, you, as you mentioned, stay clear of that to, yeah. to make sure the uh, the impetus for Augmentus, the, the ethics remains strong is that yeah. is that a difficult field to navigate uh to be honest, it's, it's still okay. Like, okay. it's really fine. It's because we are really focused on manufacturing. So, mm. like, MRO, aerospace, automotive. Military contracts is only where we get a bit more tricky, especially yeah. with the whole market situation, of right? Course. Around of course. China and the yeah. US and stuff yeah. like that. How do we navigate? That is where such questions come up a bit more. And what but, countries, yeah. even for the medical equipment, what tends to be the countries that, that you're yeah. working with? We're pretty big. I mean, Singapore, because we of are course, we're headquartered course. here. Yeah. But we actually have another office in the US. Oh. So, US, uh, Europe are really big markets for us. They were diving a lot deeper in as well. Interesting. And you guys completed a 5 million US dollar Series A round with Sierra Ventures. Yeah. Uh, what's the money going to be used for? It's mainly for commercial. So oh, okay. we have really deployed the solution for around 25 different companies. Mm-hmm. Deployed for over 40 robots worldwide. Okay. And we have around 6 countries that's using us, yeah. Augmentus. Yeah. So the key thing right now is scaling deployments. You know, Actually, yeah. to be upfront with you, I'm the only sales guy in the company so, <laughs> so so we're trying to build the sales team as well and the right, commercial right. team and that's a big part of where the money is going to be with that it comes uh, salesmen of tomorrow where they have to have a certain amount of knowledge yep. I mean it's easy for you because you are in the heart and soul of the entire company you've got countries like China identifying robotics as crucial to yep. a country's economic strategy especially in the future what's your take on that? China is a huge huge yeah. market I mean manufacturing is when people think of manufacturing the first thing to think of is China yeah. Right. That's how big it is. And the reality is that China is, not, is becoming to be not so cheap 
right, yes. to manufacture. Yes. So that's where robots come in. And it's not just China, actually. Most developed or close to developed kind of countries, mm, mm, mm. they have to turn to robots because the cost of labor is high. That's number one. Mm. And it's not just that. It's just productivity, mm. right? How do you be, become sustainable in the future? Doesn't that change the playing field for Singapore when you consider we don't have natural resource other yeah. than human and brains? Yeah. It could change our economy at some level. Is this something that Augmentus is looking at? Yeah. So if you look at the statistics, Singapore is actually one of the most... There robotized countries in the yeah. world. I think yeah. in terms of robot per capita, yeah. it's the highest in yeah. the world, Yeah, which is quite impressive. Yeah. And the Singapore government knows. So they have a lot of initiatives to automate a lot mm. of industries in Singapore. And it's not a, it's not a really about stealing jobs. Mm. That's really not it. It's about increasing productivity because at the end of the day, productivity exactly. increases, creates more jobs as well. Yeah. yeah, It's definitely a way to open new doors for young talent change the landscape of yep. a labor-intensive country. Although you would say with the aging population, yeah. that could be an issue as yeah. well. So we, we have a saying in, in our augmenters is our vision is to build a future where where humans don't work like robots, we work with robots, right? Okay. So that is it, right? <laughs> Imagine if you, you would, no one really wants a job where you just do the same thing, you know, you put things together yeah. a million times for yeah. the rest of your life, right? So that is about upskilling the human labor. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, and drawing back to your first point, I'm only asking this because I don't know a lot. I'm no expert in this area, but you, you talked about the, the AI being able to do a bit of thinking. But am I quantifying it correct that the AI can do thinking, but the human does the critical thinking? That's right. That's right. So the way our workflow is, is that the robot sees the part, okay. generates the preliminary two-path, the human comes in to ensure everything is correct ah. and to make final adjustments. Because okay. the reality is that no matter how good AI is, for critical work and manufacturing that affects production, mm. Every millimeter, mm -hmm. every 0.5 millimeter matters. And sometimes the AI gets it a bit off. Okay. Right? Oh. So, so that is where you, a human needs to come in just to make sure everything's in order, just to do a check. Wow. Because at the end of the day, it needs a buy-off by a human. I right. thought it would be yeah. the other way around yeah. where it's the human that gets the 0.5 millimeter off and the AI can measure it. That is true. But I guess for different processes, there's different, fair enough, di fair enough. different requirements. But fair for point. most cases, sometimes intelligence, there needs to be some, some form of evaluation. Fair, okay. Uh, just okay. a simulation kind of a phase. Sure, sure. Yeah, which sure. is where we come in. Where do you see the global outlook for robotics? What is your own personal forecast as far as that's concerned? <laughs> yeah. It's difficult. Probably an AI can do a bit of a better job there. Yeah. The last figure I saw was around 3.5 million robot installations worldwide oh for industrial. Gosh. We're talking about industrial, sure. not the service robots, right? Industrial. Sure. And this is a pretty big figure, but yeah. we're looking at it to be around 10 million by 2025, right? So it's going to be a significant increase moving right. forward. And this is just the beginning. I think for robotics-wise, especially in developed countries, I think what, what we have all witnessed is that yeah. there's a great nationalization in terms of manufacturing. Yes. People want to reshore yes. manufacturing into, into the homeland. Even Singapore, right? 30 I mean, by that's 30 been going around since, yeah. it's kind of a countermeasure to 26, uh, 2018, I think, when we started to see all these trade wars and that's whatnot, right? right? Yeah. COVID as well. They, COVID, they yeah. They made a obviously, huge, huge obviously. increase, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Daryl, if let's say you get your sales team, right? It's no longer Daryl Lim, the only <laughs> salesman. Where do you see augmenters in this piece of the pie? Yeah, for us, we want to be the de facto solution when you talk about manufacturing in okay. robotics. Okay. So I think we don't want to do everything. You wouldn't you yeah. wouldn't see us in Haiti Lao doing the, the robots, right? We will be really manufacturing the things behind the scenes, right? Manufacturing your aeroplanes, right. your automotive cars. So complex things, that's what we do. We yeah. simplify the complex at at Augmentus. Right. Yeah. Okay, final question, Daryl. Um, what's in the pipeline for 2024? So one of my KPIs is to set up more <laughs> uh, what we call Augmentus experience centers. Ah. So right now, most of 
the experience is handled in Singapore. Okay. But we have global customers. So we want more people to experience the solution. So what we want is a customer comes to us, we can say, okay, go to this place and experience Augmentus for yourself. Mm. So the, the goal is by the end of 2024, we will have mm-hmm. 25 experience centers in the key markets, like the do US you, and Europe. Yeah. Do you think we need more of such programs, experience centers, outreach, conversations, yeah. going into schools or even companies, right? Because yeah. you still have a lot of legacy management That's that... True. Yeah. doesn't want, want to be open to such things. Is, is this something that Augmentus tries to do as well? I completely agree because the, the process when you do manual yeah. and the process when you do automated is completely different. Yeah. And people that try to force feed manual to just automate manual yeah. uh, oftentimes fails and they always blame it on the robot. But it's actually not. It's actually about education, about yeah. the process. What are things to change when you automate? You, it's very you, different. Yeah, yeah, you realize that as a human, there is a lot of anticipation that you can do that perhaps. And yeah. to be fair, AI is still in its learning yeah. phase. We don't know how long, five years, 10 years it could be. So you can still kind of yeah. anticipate and have your value proposition there that's as true. a human. That's true. <laughs> it's true. The humans have a lot of value. Yeah. And that's why yeah. we want them to be on the higher value stuff, yeah. not work like robots, right? Yeah. That's the key thing. Yeah. Wow, it's fascinating. I've been speaking with Daryl Lim, the co-founder of Augmentus. Thank you so much for taking the time today. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg. Or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Audio at the App Store and Google Play.